talking to me, motherfucker? And you know that it's Couch Pilots, all of my friends. The show that dares to fly into the unknown territory of awful television, Pilots of the Past. My name is Jason, but you can call me the Black Bell, and with me is the man for whom the bell tolls. It's Captain Philip Ressisher. Metallica. I'm ashamed to admit that I listened to them back in the Dizzy. You're ashamed? Yeah. No, that's that's... That's defining hard rock for uh, late 80s, early 90s, or mid, mid late 80s. Yeah. Well, why are you ashamed of that? Well, because they just turned to crap. I mean, they oh. just... They, they do suck now. Oh, I, yeah. I totally agree. Yeah. Who do you like better, Cliff Burton or um, Jason Newstead? I like Cliff Burton, baby. Bass solo, take one. Is that Anastasia from Kill 'Em All? Yeah. Yeah, that, that's pretty rough bass. Um, first, I want to say... Merry Christmas. Oh, absolutely. It's Christmas Eve. You know, this is the night that Mary went and found that there's no room at the inn. Mm-hmm, that's right. And so what did she find? Couch Pilots. Yep. So F- Follow that bright star that is a podcast 2,000 years in the future. I, I appreciate you bringing my Christmas present here. It's really great. Oh, you glad you like that? Yeah, it's a great present. Yeah. I, um, I wanted to make sure to give you the present in person. <laughs> you could have just mailed it to me. Um, let's go behind the curtains right off the bat. Before we interview our, our guest, we're not at home base. We are not at home base. And I do believe, if I'm not mistaken, this is the first ever Couch Pilots that wasn't recorded in Air Force One. Um, or, or a plane of such. Yeah, or a yeah. plane of such. Or a boat. Yeah. Yeah, remote. That's right. Yeah, yeah. This is a this is a remote for us. We've had a few locations that we've we've definitely anchored and called home, but this is the sure. first time that we've been remote, yeah. as it were. Uh, there's a crowd of like ten thousand people here. I don't like it. Well, they're. I'm just impressed how quiet they are. I don't like being away from home. I don't either. I'm scared. Uh, but somebody said, "Hey, I've got a prop plane. Mm-hmm. You guys want to borrow it?" And I said, "We need another guest." <laughs> and so that's magic. Uh, we're winding down season sixteen, and I made a solemn promise to every frequent flyer out there that we would have a guest for every episode. And you've done really well. I have done nothing toward. You, well, I mean. I, I, you you have stayed your course, right, and doing nothing. Yeah, I, yeah. that's so, true. So I, I'm putting just, you know, 5 6% more effort. Oh, okay. I've had people I could always call. It's not a lot of effort. It looks like effort because there will be long stretches where we have no guests at all. <laughs> God, I miss those days. Those are great days. <laughs> um, so we, this one, we got one more for season 16, but here we have um, – uh, he's been on before. Yeah. He's been on uh, Broken Funny Bone. He's and- a great rapper. <laughs> we can talk about that. Uh, welcome back to our program. His name is Tim. Thank Hi, Tim. You, thank you. Thank you. Welcome to your house. <laughs> no, welcome to my airplane. Yeah, that's I true. appreciate you. Thank you out here. for accommodating You're us. You're always rubbing your wealth in our face. Is that what I'm doing? You're like, I've got an plane. Well, he's got Please. an avocado. Have you priced avocados lately? They're like a dollar twenty nine a piece. That's crazy. Aldi's eighty nine cents a piece. Are they okay? I shop at Aldi's. I got yeah? oh, oh yeah, hell yeah. They even say organic. I don't know if that means organic. I don't even know what organic means. I thought it said orgasmic. Oh, that. Oh, I would have bought, bought four of them. Yeah. Um, Tim, last time you were on, uh, we discussed how you uh, clean the windows and the yeah. plane, but you do sure. it differently. You do it while it's in the air. Of course, that's the way that you really get the get the grime off. Of course, sure. Because it condenses as you go up in the sky, you know? Yeah. And then uh, you get get dew. And then there's velocity, of course. And thermal breakdown. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. You you didn't think we knew that, those terms. I didn't. I'm impressed at your guys' knowledge of of cleaning exterior of planes. It would be ridiculous to have you on and not do some background work and... On you, and I appreciate it. I appreciate we we want to know who's coming on this plane. Yeah, well, you okay. know, some people it's not our plane, me. but we we care. Yeah, we want to know who's coming on your plane that you own. <laughs> and it's you. Think you're it's, the one. Some people think I'm just like a janitor. I'm not a janitor. This oh, my no, my no. my work is much more important. I put much more effort than those. There's a lot of janitors. straps and harnesses and course, goggles yeah. and stuff. I mean, it's not just masks, oxygen masks. I'm outside. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I keep looking when I look at Tim. I keep looking at the avocado pit. It's like an eyeball on his forehead, yeah, like a, like, a, like a proverbial third eye. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was something else. I've heard that before. I love it. It looked like something else to me. Like what? Just hold on, uh, Tim. Take off your headphones for a second. 
What is what is Because uh, then I can't hear you. Yeah, yeah. What what is a uh, what did you think it looked like? Kind of looks like a butthole. The avocado? Yeah. It's it, like a brown butthole. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I lie. Mean, it does look like yeah, a butthole. It's like it's like like one that's smiling at you, not one that's all puckered up. I've only Christmas. ever had sour buttholes. Like it's like look at me sourly. Really? Yeah. Do they smell sour? I'm not gonna get into that. All right, Tim. Sorry, can put I, your headphones back. back? Okay, yeah, good, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. I'm good. back. All right, we're just talking about um, velocity. Right. Yeah. yeah we're talking uh, about velocity flight again. Terms. Yeah. I hear mm-hmm. you. So, how did you get into uh, window washing on planes? How, how did you? I majored that? in college, of course. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Of course, Phoenix University. I know that's where you guys. Went. Oh, oh so yeah, we went yeah. To school there. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Uh, so we're like alumni together. <laughs> yeah, of course. And if, yeah. if it wasn't all online, we probably would have met. Of course. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'll look you up in the in the yearbook. Yeah, are you going to the reunion coming up? <laughs> the yearbook just has a bunch of Instagram pictures of everybody. Sure, yeah, yeah. That's the yearbook. And then the uh, it'll all be a Skype reunion, right? Yeah, the Skype, oh, yeah, yeah. those are also not in person, of course. Yeah. yeah. I've got my GoPro. It's like a selfie GoPro where it's just on me. Oh, yeah. That'd be uh, great. Yeah, and see, I went a long that, time you ago. Can, you can be mobile. You can like, go all around the house. And you don't have to have pants on because they won't right. be able to tell. That's exactly right. It's how That's I live awesome. my life. I graduated so long ago. We didn't have Skype back then. So oh, you didn't? Our reunions are via IRC. Oh, that's a bummer. So, no. no, it's good. Oh, I mean, that's good. That's good. Um, Illinois Revenue Council. You got it. That's right. That's the one. Um, <coughs> you right? Oh, oh, God. Do you have a place where he can hack up in this plane? Oh, yeah. I need a... I got two sinks right, right behind you. <laughs> oh, you don't want this in your sink. It'll, <laughs> it'll burn the enamel off of it. It goes down there, and then it um, hardens, and then you can just no amount of Drano will ever fix that. <laughs> right. uh, there's a couple big things before we get going. Yes, let's, um, let's do the first, the, the first big thing. The first, the, the biggest thing mm-hmm. is that tomorrow tickets go on sale for CouchCon 2019. We do not have a venue yet. No. But this is the time uh, you have between Christmas and New Year's to buy your tickets for right. next year. And again, it was sold out this year at Madison Square Garden. We're at Max Cap. I think I, I was eyeballing Red Rocks. I wanted to do like an out, outdoor oh, festival. Yeah. It's not for certain, but buy your ticket anyway. Right. It doesn't matter where it's going to be because your ticket also includes airfare or transportation. It does this? Hold on on a second. I got a a Groupon thing going on. Hold on, Tim. Let me take off my headphones. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So, yeah. There's packages. Whatever. It's 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 a week these are, only. And these a, are all the general admission tickets that are gone. The, the VIP ones go on right. way way later. There's there's one week where you can get tickets. Starts Christmas, ends New Year's Eve. Get your get your credit cards out now. Right. That's all I can say. I It'll mean, sell out. If you're thinking about, oh yeah, exactly. You're like, eh, it's not going to sell out. Don't I mean, sit on this shit. The last two years have sold out. Mm-hmm. And how long have we been doing? It? Two years. Two years. Right. Yeah. So it didn't even need time to grow. No. It's kind of like, uh, Tim, you've probably been to a like Comic-Con, a, right? Of course, yeah. Avocado-Con. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going right after the show. Stand in line. It's Earlier, easy. when you took your headphones off, we were talking about how it looked like a butthole. I don't, <laughs> oh, know, if, yeah. I don't know if you heard what we were saying. That's one of the reasons I bought it. Yeah. Half avocado, half butthole. It's pretty gross. But standing in line in person, that's the better experience. People right. camping out in their tents and everything. Oh, it's oh like, for the tickets? Yeah, it's yeah. like waiting for Risk the new iPhone or something. You know, I get it. Yeah, right. well, they've it's been experience because they've been waiting outside uh, of our our plane hangar. They've been in just line. to get a glimpse of us. No, well, yeah, but they've been in line to get the wristbands to then get into line for tickets. Yeah. Remember how they used to do that at the Civic Center? Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a line had, before a line. Yeah, they had too many. They had too many problems with people being in line to get tickets to stuff. This is back when people con- cutting and shit. Yeah. And, so yeah. now, so what they did then is, this is before the internet. I don't know if you guys knew what that. I don't know. Was I don't like. know of a time before the internet. But uh, you had yeah you have you'd have to you have to stand in line for your wristband, and then when tickets went on sale, then you got in line based off of your wristband. I see. Um, and there, uh, so good. <laughs> I don't know why we're going with that, but good. I get it. Yeah. Um, so I, just, I want to make the announcement because when you wake up tomorrow on Christmas Day mm-hmm. and your your Aunt Cindy mm-hmm. delivers that envelope and it's got a fat stack full of ones or it's probably $2 bills, Yeah. put it to good use, go online, get your CouchCon 2019 tickets. That's the first thing. What's the second big thing? We have mail from out of country. Oh yeah, so let's let's just chalk this up to fan. Tim, feedback. I'm sorry, I, we, we're not no, trying to we're not trying. But it's just, those are really big announcements. You just happen to be on Christmas you t- Eve. You told me to we were going to try to avoid talking to him. Oh well, is that not the plan now? Keep well, your, that was uh, bu- Tim. Keep your headphones on for this. <laughs> that, <laughs> that was before when it was our plane. Mm-hmm. Then I was going to ignore him, but like now that we're in his plane, it's kind of rude to ignore him. Got it. I okay. would say just having the conversation is rude, but that's that's just me. We told so you to keep your headphones you on. 
Ugh. I feel like I'm going to start screaming. Do it. Do you, it. You want to. I know. I always want to scream. So this is a actual snail mail uh, from overseas. We only... I don't know, we know one guy overseas that we're aware yeah, of. Yeah, it came by air mail. Uh, from it's Royal Mail. It says Royal Mail. Royal Mail, mm-hmm. and it has the TARDIS on it. Um, I don't think they like to be called that. I think it's mentally handicapped. But let, let's see it's what's like inside. A red TARDIS. No, edit that out, please. Okay. Um. Yeah. That's no. No. It's just a regular uh, UK phone booth. Oh. Okay. Hold <laughs> on. Whenever you open a card, you always want to shake it to, to, for the money to fall out. Shake the money maker. Okay, yeah. what do we got here? I'm, I'm excited. Oh, we got uh, it's a beautiful Christmas scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's an evening outside of the lit up uh, uh, a Christmas tree. Yep. And there's some deers. And that yeah. one, that's a big buck. I mean, I would shoot it right now if I had a chance. I've never shot a buck in my life. And and, and it's got a lot of glitter on it. <laughs> I it, oh, I hate glitter. Yeah. Glitter is like um, the herpes of crafts, yeah, isn't it? Definitely. Mm-hmm. You beat me to it. Uh, Dear Blake and Jason, that's me and you. And Tim. And oh, Tim. Tim? Oh, okay. Uh, wishing you and yours a very Merry Christmas! Exclamation point. So I was supposed to yell that. Do you want to read that first sentence? <clears throat> um, no. There you go. Oh. Okay, that bit, <laughs> that bit went south. No, it's funnier that I denied it. <clears throat> Here's hoping that 2019 is a <laughs> flooded, water-free year. <laughs> With best wishes for Christmas and the New Year. Many thanks for all of the audio enjoyment you've provided i'll be raising an eggnog to you both over here in blightly sure i don't know it's from chris chris tuckley or uh he's a patreon subscriber a huge fan of the show yeah and we, he's in a special announcement he says he's caught up which i could not believe yeah he really consumed <laughs> a large amount of uh, us. 150 episodes very quickly um, <clears throat> you, you guys didn't catch around. that there was cash in the envelope? Oh, no, oh. I didn't. No, I didn't. I mean, well, not, it's, not anymore, but there was. Brexit when I, when has eliminated the pound, isn't it? It's almost... It's, it's worth nothing. It's very nice. Very sweet, guys. Chris, sweet. Thank, Chris you. thank you so much. Like you're you're getting back, frequent flyer points. I don't think we've ever had a holiday card sent to us. No, uh, I love it. So um, it's fantastic. So now we've had, we've had mail from Australia. Mm-hmm. We've had mail from the UK. <laughs> okay, hold on a second. Stop right there. You opened up this... It's a, it's a square card. You opened up the envelope, and for whatever reason, you put a piece of the paper in your mouth. Okay, so we did. And now you're talking with it, and it's flying out of your mouth. I don't. What's the end game here? Okay, well, I when I was younger, I had a problem with eating paper. I don't and know. This has ever come up. No, it's never came up. What is I, the problem? I like to eat paper. And is that a problem? Well, if you eat too much of it, it is. Does it but, bind you up? Well, I don't eat that much, but I mean, I'm not going to get the whole roll. But I, well, I you ate the sticky part of the envelope. That's got to bind you up. <laughs> no, it's from the top. It was from the top. Oh, it was from the sure? top. I think it's a sticky right. part. I think you probably have some of Chris Tuckley's DNA, DNA? in you. And I you, think so too. That baby's going to be beautiful. <laughs> what? Um, why were you eating paper? And then why did you ever stop? Is this something you've done in, in, in secret? I haven't, all this I haven't time? done it in a long time. It's so, really weird. So this is a. <laughs> Have you seen no, the episode I, of My Strange Addiction where they do this? You're yeah. off the paper wagon now, is that right? <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm gonna go to your house sometime soon. You're just gonna be like stacks of printer paper all over the all of your room. And Molly's, papers. Molly's just gonna be in the corner crying, just chasing that origami <laughs> dragon. <laughs> so, what? This is at school time. You would uh, you'd be nibbling on your tests and what have you. Were you friends with the guy that ate glue? <laughs> <laughs> it was my brother. No, I just. I, I, I've I, I've eaten paper often. For what? Not, to what? To what end? You just like how it feels in your mouth, or what? Yeah. How okay. did it start? Like you you made a spitball and just realized you were in love. This spitball, that spitball, that's gross. <laughs> spitball's gross. Oh, a spitball's so if it, gross. If it leaving your mouth is gross. You got to keep it in there. I see. I get it. I don't know. I, I like like the texture. But what's, uh, what's your favorite? No, no, no. We're not done with this. What's your favorite stock? Uh, like index card. Oh, so a thick stock. Yeah. Like oh, nice I, love, stock. I love a like thick stock. Wide, Big, wide, thick stock. Wide ruled or college? Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Um, I've always been a college rule guy. I think yeah. if you're if you're using wide rule paper, then you are mental. You're wasting retarded. space, right? <laughs> you're, you're mental. Tardis. You're, you're, you're either, you're either a 16-year-old girl mm-hmm. who has to write big, bubbly letters. Sure. Or you've got a disability. Have you ever ate that paper? You know, like when you're... <laughs> no. You don't have to even finish the question. No. Neither of us have eaten any paper. So the answer is You've never eaten a piece of paper or part of a piece of paper. I have. Okay, thank you. A piece of paper? Well, not a whole. (laughs) No. 
No. A niblet. A niblet of paper. God damn, no. I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> the pantry is bare. Do you want to push a button? I don't not necessarily. <laughs> uh we have some more fan feedback, but I think we'll I'll we'll, save that for the next we'll app. We'll save it for the next app. Okay. Because we might not have a guest. I don't know. No, we got a guest. Oh. Um, I'm tempted to make a phone call. I don't know if it's a good idea. I don't think we have time for a make a phone call. All right, just let me pretend to think about it for a second. Okay. So, Tim, um, yes, sir. Are you ready for Christmas tomorrow? I mean, are you gonna have no? The of course not. No. Do you have all the presents bought no. yet? No. No. Why don't you just play a song into the <laughs> microphone instead of doing that? That's how I think. <laughs> I've never you, heard that. Are you guys prepared for Christmas? Uh, I think my wife's got everything bought. Yeah, that's I how I, I do it. I, you know what? It's going to be a surprise when Christmas comes. Let's give her a call. Because I have no... She, she She's available, I think, maybe. Really? Want to. Okay, yeah. yeah, I'll get you guys right. talk. I'll give her Guy, a call. All right. Do you know her number? Sure, I yeah, do. I bet you do. Uh, so, you know, you have two young children. So this is this is the time when Christmas is joyous. They wake up. They, they still believe in Santa Claus. And, yeah. what? You know what I mean, and so it's it's they're bright eyed and they're just excited. Whereas when they become teenagers, they just get pissed if they open something that they don't want. Right. But your wife does most of the buying. Oh, all of it. Yeah, you just have to buy for her. Uh, no, she already bought her present. She bought her own present. Yeah. Oh, you got a man. Hello, Molly. This is Jason. What are you doing? Um, just pulled into the house. What are you doing? I'm recording a podcast. I wanted to talk to you for a second. Oh, recording a podcast. How did you get that? Get okay. Don't, don't, I, don't worry about that, Molly. Um, oh, okay. how, are, you, are, you, are you working at Kohl's now? I am, part-time, yes. Do you love it? Um, I don't hate it. Did you uh, <laughs> did, did you get any of Blake's presents from Kohl's? Uh, no, uh-uh. Blake, Blake is here, I will say. Yeah, okay. yeah. I, well, he, he better be there. I, I was told he was going there. <laughs> is that really a substantial loss if he isn't here? Do what? Nothing. Um, okay. What, what, what did you get, Blake, for Christmas? Yeah, I'll take my I'll take my headphones we, off. No, we have this understanding where we don't get each other stuff for Christmas. Okay. And he's been really bad this year. So you want you want me to ask her what time it is? <laughs> yeah, ask her what time it is. Do you want to wrap this up? Is ask her how many steps she's taken today. Oh, how many steps have you taken today? <laughs> hey, that's my that's my birthday. Slash Christmas present. So, how many steps? If I can't read it, it's too small. What's going on with your friend Jen? Oh, What's going on, with Jen? I, I don't know. I mean, I haven't really. She's, if, you, uh, if you don't have an answer for me, then why am I talking to you? For Christmas. I don't know. I didn't realize I was gonna be gonna be chit chatting, and 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 now that I know that I have to buy. No, you know what? I did learn something. Now I realize I have to buy Blake something for Christmas. He is expecting something. Great. He told me. Great. Did he uh, tell you what he wants? Yeah, hold on. Blake, take your headphones off real quick. Pack a note card. Right. Yeah, get get him a bunch of paper for Christmas. Oh, paper? Did, did, okay. you, know that, did you know that he eats paper? I, I was not aware of that, no. He, he seriously said he's, he had a thing when he was young where he would eat paper, and then we got some mail from this guy named Chris in the UK, and he started eating the envelope. I'm not joking. Oh. He, he says he's, you know what? I'm really not surprised. There's a lot of stuff I don't know about him. I keep finding more and more and more stuff about him. I know where the line is, Molly, and I know some of those things, and I would never tell you that because you'd be out the door in a New York minute. But something like the paper thing, I think you do need to know. All right. Thanks. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. Well, I guess... Uh, I'll start packing now. That's good. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll hear from the The studio's going to be upstairs now. <laughs> the studio will be the whole house. Right. Um. Molly, I guess what I want to say to you is good luck with your new job, and oh, I love Merry you very Christmas. much, and Merry Christmas to you. Oh, well, Merry Christmas. I love you, too. Thank please, you so much. Please tell Jen I said hi. I will do that. Okay, bye. <laughs> All right, so you're, you're getting something good for Christmas, I tell you that right <laughs> I'm now. sure I'm not. Uh, yeah, so, okay, well, there you did that. I don't. Today we discuss the pilot episode of Time Out for Ginger from the year of our Lord, 1962. Now that... And a great year. 1962, um, you think about 1962. I think about it all the time. And, you know, you think of the birth of rock and roll. Sure. You think of Vietnam. Yeah. You think of uh, women being able to have abortions. Right. So, yeah. 
Was it a good year for the roses? Oh, no, it wasn't a good year for the roses. Because you weren't alive. I wasn't alive. I, I was, was negative 30. So I was negative 24. Tim, how old were you? I can't possibly do that math. Negative 17? Sure, why not? Why the hell not? I don't think that's right? right, actually, at all, is it? No, I don't think so. Negative 15, right? Well, if I was negative 30, and... Uh, no, that's not right. No. <laughs> it's, you know, I think it's impossible to say at this point. Yeah, you're not negative 30. I, you know, the, the truth 20, is... I, right? Yeah, the truth is I did some... All right, there you go. The truth is I was working on another show, and I, I forgot to update that, so... I don't know how old I was, either. Tim and I are in the same boat. I'll right? go 15. 79? I think that's right. <sighs> well, whatever the answer is, uh, we have to go back to that year... In, in our, our minds. minds, because we can't properly judge Time Out for Ginger uh, based on what we know in 2018 standards. Well, right. If you look at today, I mean, it's almost 2019. I mean, I can't, I can't wait till we can start saying that oh, instead. I love it. But um, in 2018, we can't look at something that was made in 1962 and, and judge it based off of today. Let's, 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 you know, you talk about pulling the curtain back earlier. You, we can do that. We can totally do that. We can we can judge it however we want, but it's not fair. No, it's not fair to the, the pilot that we're no, watching. Not at all. No, but way more fun. Judging is the most fun part of this show, right? It's kind of right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, you are. As right. judgmental as possible. Even outside of the show, I judge a lot. Yeah, of course. Oh, Relentlessly yeah. judging. Yeah. 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 I love it. Yeah, you guys were judging me when I was eating paper. All you, the time. E- even we, while you were saying that sentence, I was judging you. We Just never now. stop judging. Right, that's true. <clears throat> uh, you guys know my wife really well. Uh, so yeah, in, in 1962, they didn't have things like Band-Aids. Right? Oh, sure. Right, yeah, yeah. They yeah. didn't have penicillin. No. Um, Dr. Jonas Salt, God bless They him. did not have Taco John's. Oh, I don't even want to... Okay. And of course, they didn't have Courtney Cox. So th- there's a huge gap in between today and back then. Yeah, we take a lot of those things for granted, especially uh, Courtney Cox, I think. So uh, it, it's good. And penicillin. I got a lot of pe- pe- people popping. Sorry. Must be the p- p- paper. <laughs> yeah, lay off the paper, pal. <laughs> uh, 1962, Marilyn Monroe sings happy birthday to the president. His name was Kennedy. It was on his birthday. That makes sense. Uh, that was probably after they'd had sex, right? Oh, absolutely. Um, happy birthday. Mr. President. Uh, Marilyn Monroe made one of her last public appearances on May 19th at a birthday celebration for U.S. President John F. Kennedy before her death. The event became an iconic moment in pop culture when the actress sang an intimate, sultry, and memorable rendition of Happy Birthday to the World Leader. And then he had her killed. Oh, is that what you think it is? Oh, I know that's what happened. Wow. Tim, are you a conspiracy theorist? I am not. But we're learning a lot about Blake tonight, though, right? Yeah. Paper-eating conspiracy theorists. Those, and honestly, there may be some like things that connect those. Even like there might be some paper conspiracies we don't know about. That's true. Um, there's got to be. Can we, can I, how do you, how do you know that JFK had Marilyn Monroe killed? I just know things. I mean, it's obvious. You know what? You know what? You, you said say that, no more. You said that's one of her last public appearances. Sure, before yeah. she died, she inappropriately sang a song in front of this guy who she was having an affair with in front of his wife. Practically gave him a lap dance in front of the whole world. Oh yeah, yeah. He was like, enough of this. That's yeah. exactly why Bill Clinton had Monica Lewinsky killed. Yeah, exactly did she why. die? Oh yeah, she's yeah. dead. Oh boy. All right. I hope the God she was buried in that blue dress. You guys want to say something about that? <laughs> Either of you? There's a joke in there about rigor mortis. I can't find it though. Don't say that. That's oh, that's awful. Um, Marvel's Spider-Man superhero oh, makes Jesus. his first appearance in a comic. Who the fuck cares? Spider-Man. Who cares? You know he was a boy. Because I say you're a man after your bat mitzvah or when you hit 18. But this is, he's a boy. He's just a boy. And you should like that because he works for a newspaper. And you like boys. I don't like you like, you like eating paper. Newspaper is one of the grossest things to eat because of all like the, because um, uh, it's that recycled paper. <laughs> right. And it's got all that ink on it. Mm. You don't like ink? I would think if, you're, if you prefer college rules. What's black, white, and red all over? I don't know. Penguin in a blender. Newspaper. But I'm cheating. Okay. <laughs> But umching, uh, Match Game debuts on NBC with host Gene Rayburn. Match. Either of you ever been on a game show? No. People are on game shows. Oh, some of people do that as a career. There are human beings that have been on game shows. I have never met one. And I've met like two hundred, maybe two hundred and ten people. I knew a girl that was on Oprah, doing what? Uh, she was one of those like it was like uh, the show was about like teen relationships and how like. Uh, the kid is like violent and stuff, and they can't get out of the relationship. Huh? Yeah, that guy's in prison now. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know, but I met Johnny Bananas, who has been on The Challengers as sort of a game show. You met him. You met him before, and then you saw him recently, didn't you? 
Yeah, in an airport. Yeah, just just by happenstance. Just by just randomly. Is a What's guy that? like Johnny Bananas being swarmed by people at an airport? <laughs> no, no. After we got done talking, the person in front and behind me both said, "Who was that guy?" <laughs> <laughs> that's his Christian name too, right, Johnny Bananas? I, I, I believe so. Okay. I believe that's true. I have no idea who that is. He sent that to me, and I was like, "I don't know who that is," but that's cool that you do, and happy. you met him. Yeah, he looked, he looked really happy. I thought so. that was funny. I was like, "Let it go." It's he's happy. I'm happy. He was on the challenge. He is on the challenge. He, and was he like? Uh, f- was he from Road Rules before he's or from Real World? Which one? Key West. What's up? This is his livelihood, Blake. <laughs> he does a podcast called The Challenge on yeah. hiatus. On hiatus. And I was, but I was going to put this episode on our feet until Blake is uh, making fun <laughs> of it. And now you can just go. Well, I'll just say this. I love Johnny Bonanas. <laughs> there you go. All right. I'll put it up for you. Uh, I, I, love for you I, I love that black guy who dove in octopus. Jamal Bananas? <laughs> d- d- dove in octopus guts. Oh. Pull out, uh, was that Romeo? Gold. Yeah, a little Romeo. No, I think he dropped a little... Whoa. I think it's just Romeo. It's Romeo. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't know. Anyway. I'll be his Juliet. With Juliet, we are safely and securely back in 1962 and ready to judge this pilot. I, and I would say, Tim, do you know why we chose to watch Time Out for Ginger? Uh, I don't. Can you clue me in? Yeah, I can do that. Because we've had to clue in nine other people. No, some people know. Yeah. Wait, is this the rules of These the... are the rules. This is why we watch oh, the show. This one. Oh, yeah. yeah, hit it. No religion, no politics, no cops. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Let me try again. That's pretty good, though. I like that. <laughs> Available to watch. No cops. <laughs> for free. Yeah. And uh, pilot that never made a series. You take note of that? You take note of that? You did, you and you know what to do, too. I'm prepared tonight, fellas. He's ready to go. All right. Well, you can find the entire episode of Time Out for Ginger by subscribing to Couch Pilots and SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or your favorite podcast of Apple Podcast app of choice, period. And then simply click on one of our classically blue links in our show notes or go to YouTube, Tim. And you know what to do, Tube. Nice. Good job. Uh, flight attendants, uh, prepare for takeoff. To the skies, my friends. Now, this is <laughs> this is a little bit different plane. DSJ, he's on vacation because of the holiday. But this is a little bit different. I mean, the the, the levers. There's, like, the, the gear is different. Yeah, the gears are different. I think there's, like, an extra gear in this one. There's it's a prop plane, guys. It's a little different than, uh, than your jet that you're now, using. Is this the one, like, is this the same kind that John Denver died in? It's exactly the same one. It's not even. It's not like the same we re- model, but it, it is the plane yes, that yeah. John Denver did. We repaired it, and it's uh, it's good to go. How could you repair a, uh, a plane that hit a mountain? Just don't even worry about it. Just don't even worry. And about it. also, here's a little. I'd uh, rather take a country road. Here's a little question for everybody. Yeah, yeah. Including John Denver, why would you fly a prototype plane that doesn't have a gas gauge? I don't know. Is that's, that what happened? They ran out of gas. That's just so stupid. Yeah. Well, John, we will never get an answer. John Johnny Denver. won't be good on this one. You know what John Denver's real name is like, John Wakachapawi or something like that. It's real weird. I, I didn't. I had no idea. What, where, where is he from? What, what ethnicity is Wakachapawi? Uh, Eskimo, black Irish, probably. Um, summary of the pilot: She's an angel in jeans in her terrible teens. That's Virginia Ginger Carroll, the feisty, boisterous, unstoppable teenage girl, desperate to find a car. For her sister's big date. I'm giving that summary an A+. Plus. I, I, I can't read you at all. Because, I don't know how because you, yeah. it makes you feel uncomfortable, just like the intro song made me feel uncomfortable. Say, did you just write down the intro song? Is that where you got your recap from? No, no, no. I get it from the internet. Oh. From an, what did you call it? Did you say earlier? IRL? Uh, IRC. I got it from an IRC. Gotcha. Okay. It's the yeah. best way to get information. That's how I do it. What uh, Do you want to grade the summary? I don't usually grade it, but uh, Philip here does. You give an A+. Plus? Mm-hmm. A++. Plus plus. Wow. I got I to gotta beat him. Okay. I don't He's know. always got an avocado me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This next part of the show um, can get a little dicey. It's called Interesting Facts. Guys, just don't do it. I mean, uh, we're, we're heading on over 160 episodes. Interesting Facts is just the name that iTunes made us give this segment. Um, Tim, you're a podcaster. You know that each one of your segments has to have a name. Mm-hmm. Has to. Uh, that's why you guys just have one segment. It's called Challenged, right? Yes, right. Uh, but basically, Jason's going to give you some facts, and you don't know these facts. You don't know them. You don't know them. And you're, you might you might think that they're interesting. You might want to tell your wife about them. You might want to wait up with, for Santa Claus tonight and tell him, but you can't. Don't taint other people's experience. <laughs> All right? Don't 
Give them your opinion. Just keep that opinion to yourself. Tagline, guys, just don't do it. You can do it, but don't do it. Yeah, you can, you can do it. I mean, it's a free country. Do you guys ever watch the news on Christmas Eve, and then like Santa, you see Santa Claus going across the map? You ever see that? Oh, yeah, that weatherman always... <clears throat> Yeah, there's an app too. There's like tons of apps where you can like you can track him. Yeah, why don't you do that for your kid? Your kids would like to see that. If you, yeah, you can probably uh, stream it up on the TV. I think we've done that actually, (laughs) believe it or not. But Uh, I caught my daughter asking Alexa if Santa was real. So this might be. What did Alexa say? She's figuring it out. Alexa had some stupid answer for kids, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Good. Smart. Smart kid. You're you're screwed, pal. Smart Alexa. Um, Time Out for Ginger is a Broadway comedy by Ronald Alexander that run, ran for 248 performances at the Lyceum Theater from November 26, 1952 to June 27, 1953, before becoming hugely popular in regional theaters throughout the 1950s and early 1960s. That's pretty cool. I, did, I never knew that that it was a Broadway play. That's pretty interesting. Is this fun for you? You didn't Google this, Blake? No, I, I didn't oh, look man. into it at all. I don't look, I don't look into this shit. What are you doing? Huh? Just kind of feeding off, kind of bouncing off of, you know, like co-hosts to do. Yeah. Kind of trying to bring the guest into you, it. You just like went on like a 90-second spurt on like why we shouldn't comment on the facts, and you just commented on that fact. Oh, shit. I did, didn't I? What's Christmas? I mean, come on. It's my gift to you! Hey! <laughs> uh, you fucked this again. Um, let's see. 1954, several of the original cast members, including... Uh, Melvin Douglas, Nancy Malone, and Philip Loeb took the play to Chicago where Steve McQueen replaced Broadway's Conrad Janis as Eddie Davis, who was later uh, replaced by Ralph E. Compton. Loeb had been blacklisted from television and radio several years earlier, and the production was his last major role before he committed suicide on September 1st, 1955. Wow, this is like uh, like three or four people that have committed suicides based off of... Yeah, there's a lot of suicide related to uh, failed television pilots, yeah. Tim. I'm, I didn't know if you knew you were getting in such dark territory here. Did a president have anything to do with this suicide? Oh, like, oh no, this is just no, this conspiracy. Is just yeah. Okay, no, it's not conspiracy. conspiracy. Okay, I mean, if you watch this, you'd probably want to kill yourself too. Uh, Ziv Productions produced this 1960 television pilot, uh, Time Out for Ginger, as part of the Comedy Shop, an anthology of perspective series. Fact, fact. I mean, what can you say? Well, you said something earlier, so don't act like you're all fucking high and mighty. So, Again, Christmas Eve. I'm in the Christmas spirit. Original playwright Alexander wrote the uh, script for the pilot, which starred Candy Moore in her first television role as Ginger with Roberta Shore as her older sister Joan Maggie Hayes as Agnes, former radio star Carl Swenson as Howard, and Margaret, the witch- Wicked Witch of the West, you beat me too, Hamilton, eh? mm-hmm. as the Carol's Maid. The pilot was not picked up as a regular And I also have an interesting fact that uh, the Wicked Witch Lady, Margaret Chow, mm-hmm. she died in 1985. Oh, yeah, with John Denver in that plane? I don't know if they were together. I mean, her nose is... He had, never mind. So Reagan was president. Did Reagan kill her? Is Reagan... Are the current sitting presidents responsible for all, all murders that happened during their presidency? No. I mean, in a way. I think Reagan was responsible for, for, you know, for killing unions. The, breaking down unions, the, uh, the air, airplane unions. No, just all unions. Well, you got started with the airplane, right, union, yeah, but, yeah, they, yeah. but it trickled down. <laughs> trickled down. Very good. Look at him. Not I will say that Ronald Reagan had the best hair of any any president oh, we've ever had. What yeah. a quaff, dude! It was it was on Jet point. Black and super thick. Yeah. Hell oh, yeah. it had it was greased like where it didn't look greasy, but it looked greased back. I mean, he owned eight percent of pomade. Did you know that? Really. Candy Moore went on to play one of Lucille Ball's two young children <laughs> in the Lucille. Yeah. What's up? What, what is balls? God. Twenty responses. Wait, I have an interesting fact. More of a coincidence. All right, back that up. There All right. Go. So her name was Candy Moore, right? Mandy Moore. Her big hit song was called Candy. That's just a coincidence. Right? <laughs> no, I don't think it's a coincidence. I think it's a conspiracy. I think so too. <laughs> That's amazing. I, yeah, I know. You did more work than he did. I will. You know, I know how to rhyme. <laughs> you had to listen to Mandy Moore CDs. <laughs> had to. And he knew how to rhyme. Um, yeah, I'm missing You Like Candy was her big hit, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And she was like a 16-year-old that everyone wanted to fuck, right? <laughs> Blake? I'm not at liberty to speak. She, they overly sexualize those girls, okay? Don't, don't give me any horse shit. 
I won't give you any horror shit. Sing, I guess I'll take that present back. Sing the, uh, sing the Twitter response. Twitter responses. Twitter responses. I wonder if Jason got some Twitter responses. No, they're all dead. Um, do you, you don't have a commercial, do you, for the challenge that we can play? Of course not. What, no. Do you guys ever plan on making a commercial for that no, show? No, no. It's okay. far too popular already. Uh, what do you want to play a commercial it for? It needs to be less popular. Hill versus Face? Uh, because I said so. He's not listening. <laughs> sure, heel versus face. Go for it. When my hand goes up, your mouth goes shut! Hey, folks. Do you love wrestling? I mean, the entertainment of wrestling. Do you enjoy wrestling? Of course I do. Who are you? I'm Kayfabe Kebmo, and who are you? I am Bandwidth Bruiser Blake. Hey. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Hey, we got a podcast. It's called... Heel versus face. Yeah. And it's it's unlike any other wrestling podcast. It's not, it, some would say it's not your average wrestling podcast. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, yeah, every, uh, before every pay-per-view we release, we release like what, once a month? Somewhere around there, yeah. Yeah, we're not gonna, we're not gonna flood your feed. We're not gonna overdo it. We're not flooding your feed, baby. Flooding your feed, baby? You say baby? I say baby too. Oh, awesome. No, but it, here's what we do. All right, we, we, we have somebody on every week, whether they know a little bit about wrestling or a lot about wrestling. Yeah, or uh, none. Or none. Nothing yeah. at all. Yeah. We're going to have people on that know nothing about wrestling. Definitely. But it, we celebrate the entertainment, the joy, the, the pageantry of WWE wrestling. Of course. And what does WWE stand for? Walk with, with Elias. Elias. Definitely. Hopefully this promo ages well. <laughs> and <laughs> we it does. do another one. <laughs> <laughs> but he'll get busted for drugs or yeah, something. Yeah, definitely. But hey, join us whenever the podcast comes out. Yeah. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram to, yeah. to get updates. Definitely. Uh, if you enjoy just laughing and having a good time, uh, we do we do our picks for the pay-per-views. We also uh, have a bunch of little bits that we do. We sprinkle in like... like uh, A deep dive on Diva's Instagram pages. Yeah. And we have uh, all kinds of stuff. We have a cut, cut that promo. Yeah. And all kinds of stuff. So. Yeah. Check us out. Uh, On Apple Podcasts, your favorite podcast app of choice. Thank you very much. Uh, what's what's our tagline? Oh, uh, something about wrestling and ice packs. Yeah. We don't have a tagline. We don't have a tagline. Listen to the show. Awesome! Now, now, is that an entire episode of Heel vs. Face, or is that a commercial <laughs> It's for a very long uh, commercial well, that was not scripted, scripted at not, all. Hold, hold on. That was off the cuff. That was all improv. <clears throat> were, you, were you listening to what we just heard? Yeah. And that it was or was not scripted? It was not scripted. It was all off the cuff. I, I do miss that show. Smooth. I was, yeah, Smooth. You know what? It, is, it was a fun show. Yeah. It I was quick, Tim, quick. it was a fun show, right? Oh, uh, great. Yeah. I know because I'm such a big wrestling fan. I listen to every episode. <laughs> Oh boy! His uh, favorite wrestler is the masked avocado. I hope it comes back. I do like uh, heel versus face. Um, you guys do a good job. I mean, I will say that your promos are like some of the worst promos I've ever heard, but the show is great. <laughs> well, I thought I thought let's do things a little different. Like usually we have really good promos and the show is shit. <laughs> let's turn it around and see if it makes any difference. It doesn't. It didn't. Oh boy! I think we had nine listeners. You never know until you try. Right? That's true. Oh, boy, now I'm going to try to set the clock to 10 minutes, and we're going to talk about Time Out for Ginger. So, um, yeah, just jump in wherever you want on this here. You starting the clock? Right now. All right. First of all, let's just start off by the fact that uh, they do the jingle, the song, like you were talking about. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and this is, it's just a still shot of Ginger in very, very tight jeans with her butt sticking out, kind of looking like from behind, like over her shoulder at you. It is oddly sexual. It was yeah. very oddly sexual. And this will it doesn't con- stop there, yeah. This will continue throughout the episode. Uh, there's a little jazzy music, and they talk about Ginger and her tight jeans and yeah. something else. <clears throat> they, and it shows us that the sexualization of teenagers is not new, right? Right. So, <laughs> guys, in the 60s, they lay were off this. of it. It's been around forever. We should, by now, you should be accustomed to it, like desensitized. How, how old do you think Ginger is? Uh, as a character or as an actress? I, I don't know. The character, the character of Ginger. How old do you think she's supposed to be? Fourteen. I was going to say fourteen, fifteen. Yeah, yeah. Good job, Tim. Well, she uh, she's at home, or she actually opens with her mom coming home, and the and the uh, the maid who is the Wicked Witch yeah. in the West is there, and uh, she was out shopping, and, and then I noticed immediately there's a laugh track, which is par for the course of the time. Sure. And this is yet again in the '60s. Uh, there is a laugh track. A couple of points in this that they're not necessary. Like nobody even says anything, and like. They walk to the door and open it, and people are laughing. Well, how many times have you opened a door and it's been pretty hilarious? <laughs> Today, 
It, oh, just today? Yeah. Uh, the husband is, uh, he comes home. He was at work out of town, I guess. This is Mr. and Mrs. Carroll. Yeah, he he works for NASA. Yeah, and we got to touch on the sexism, too. She asked the maid, why did he marry me? And the maid's answer, because you're pretty. Yeah, that's, like, that's, that's sexist, right? God, what a great time to be Not because you're smart or you're interesting. It's not, you're just, you Well, just maybe she nice. wasn't either of those things. That's true. <laughs> we don't, I mean, we that's don't all know. she had going. She's just a pretty lady. She's had a tight yeah. pooper. Yeah. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> One that smiled <laughs> at you, apparently. <laughs> Good Lord, man. Yeah, so uh, in, in, in all, all during this conversation, when the, when the dad comes home, and even beforehand, uh, the the maid and the mom are talking about Ginger and just how annoying she is or how... And how the dad goes easy on her. Right, and then he comes home and they're talking about, well, you better be ready. So the the first the first five minutes of this pilot is just everybody talking shit about this girl yeah. and she's not even on the screen. She doesn't yeah. come on the screen for six minutes in. And the, the older sister gets home, I believe her name is Joan, the dad's first question, where's Ginger? <laughs> right. What not, the fuck is that? Yeah. Not nice to see you. I right. was in outer space. Like it's good to see. No, it's like, hey, where's was your it sister? determined he was in outer space? <laughs> no, I don't know. Okay. Well, he's an <laughs> astrophysicist. He helped to launch sure. the rockets. All right, all right. Well, uh, yeah, Ginger. Tomato, tomato. Ginger comes in. She's super excited to see Dad. She jumps on top of him, knocking him over onto a couch, and, and she's on top of him on the couch and kissing him. Yeah, yeah. This is pretty pedophilic. <laughs> Pe- pedophilic. <laughs> Pedophilia. Pedophilia. Yeah, if this was a five-year-old girl, this would be cute. Fourteen-year-old, it's it's, it's, it's bizarre. It's, oh, I mean, yeah, it's, no, it's not cute at all. I would never allow. Here, that. Eat some of this paper, would you? Um, but she kisses him all over too, and like Ginger is really into her dad. And and I, this is what I thought right away. She's buttering him up for something. We find out not the case at all. She just is jumping on her dad and kissing him all. That yeah, time. like she like she'll tell a joke and she'll like poke him or nudge him really hard and. And he just takes it like he's like oh, yeah he's into it. it. He loves this is my ADD it. daughter. <laughs> and the, the older girl is cute, uh, but she suffers from uh, what could be known as 1960s pointy boob syndrome. Yeah, it's the bras. All the boobs back then made them look like they were um, like eight bit boobs or like the uh, PlayStation One um, Laura Croft, right? Right. Yeah. Just Wouldn't know anything about that, nerds. Uh huh. <laughs> and and, and, and Ginger doesn't talk in like a normal level. Ginger is yelling all she the time. She yells all of her dialogue. Yeah. And it's right, if, if she's right to your face, she is yeah. yelling at the top of her lungs. She's a nut job. And this one, she had this joke about uh, uh, something on a head zipper. I can't read my own notes. I don't remember that. Hair zipper? I don't know. It made no sense. I watched this joke like three or four times. I never got it. I don't know what the fuck she was talking about. She's just a nut job. She is. Um, Ginger is filing some spikes on her track shoes right in front of the uh, the parents, so they're trying just to like relax in the living room. And it's at this point where I'm like, this feels like it's been adapted from a play. And I say that because in a play, a lot of times the scenes are fairly long. This okay. is a this is like an eight or nine minute opening scene. This is very long for a television show. Anyway, um, the uh, Ginger is definitely full of beans. She's loud and annoying, and she keeps elbowing her dad too. Right. She keeps like hitting him. Yeah, and, and and he says something, and she's talking about you know oh like when she moves out or something, and she's like, "Daddy or pops, I'll never leave you." Wink. And I'm like, "This is really getting it's intensely odd." odd. Mm-hmm. There's finally a new scene at about eight and a half minutes, and it's crazy. Uh, Joan is at the malt shop. It looks like the older sister. And she's there with, uh, and like children are. It's it's packed. The malt shop is packed. They're, oh, that's always been packed. She's there with her her boy toy Eddie, and they're because yeah, they are, they want to go see Frankie. They don't say it, but I think it's Frankie Avalon. Probably so. Oh, they're wanting to go see him in Madison, Wisconsin, baby. Mm-hmm. But they need a car to make the scene. Yeah. And even though this is a rich astrophysicist or some shit, he only, only has one, one car. Car, kind of unbelievable from the start, right? <laughs> well, Ginger shows up to the malt shop, and she's for some reason she's more than willing to fix the vehicle problem and then she like hits eddie on the way out. i think she's got a thing where she hits guys yeah, calls oh, yeah. them butterfingers which is a little well that's like usually that. a little cool right girls that are being raped by their father Good usually God. have a tendency <laughs> to hit people that got dark. Is, that, is that the undertone of the whole show <laughs> i think it is um joan and then ginger uh, show up back at the house and mom has painted some shit portrait of the old man and uh, joan asks if she can get her own car and ginger wants one too dad says no yeah, I have I, that in my notes. Mom is a shitty painter, yeah. and the dad like has no hesitation. Like that fucking sucks. Yeah. Yeah. You're a terrible yeah. painter. This, yeah. this wife is getting beat down from the <laughs> <Yeah>. get go. <laughs> uh, just a trophy wife. Yeah. You know? So so Ginger is taking it upon herself that she is going to fix this problem, whatever it takes. So she goes to a car dealership and jumps in this convertible and is 
kicking the tires and stuff. And this is a brand new convertible, and it costs six thousand two hundred dollars. Awesome, mm-hmm. top um, speed, one hundred ten miles an hour. I at the beginning, I, Ginger was like, "Oh, she's an annoying little girl." I start to like her at this point. She's like a little Kramer from Seinfeld. She's slamming doors, busting in the room, super loud. She's got a bunch of crazy ideas. I don't know. Do you think that Ginger was the template for Kramer? Yes, please, sure. Please yeah, I'll go yes. Yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. Please, 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 100%. Please, please, please. Oh, okay, great. Because <laughs> that, that's what's in my notes. Uh, anyway. So uh, I've got one. The, the, this talk with this car dealership, right? Yeah. This is the third joke in this shitty sitcom that went way far over my head. And I feel completely... I feel really weird letting you guys know that I didn't understand jokes from 1962. But she talks to the the driver. She says, do you take long night drives? And he, he says, what did you have in mind? Yeah, yeah. And she says, oh, my sister. And that's when, like, the laugh track starts. And he says, like, oh, you guys got to get out of here. Right, right. What was no. that joke? Was that, that just a like, weird hey, sexual yeah, thing? Yeah, that was definitely what it was. Oh, so creepy. That's, this, that's fairly racy, I guess, for the time. Yeah, this right? this used car guy hitting on, like, a 14-year-old girl. <laughs> It's bizarre. What did you well, have it, was, in mind? it was Broadway, if you think about it. Oh, okay. It was Broadway. Yeah, they're pretty liberal out in Broadway, aren't they? Um, then Ginger goes, she's on her way home, and she's stopped by some kid who wants to His play baseball. Red. Yeah. He's got freckles. Like, I, can tell I, I don't think this, this doesn't, like, calculate into the show at all. From well, my notes, I think Red is later, by the way. No, oh, is it? I, I have Ginger go. oh, no, yeah, because goes she goes to the rent-a-car place next. After she runs into the baseball game, oh, yeah, she Jimmy. goes. She goes. In, Jimmy. Okay, sorry. And uh, she's doing all of this. Everything that she's doing in the show is all for her dumb sister. Yeah, she just wants to fix the problem of her not having a car. She can't afford the uh, rental, even though it's wildly cheap. It's like it's to go to Madison and back. It's like forty-four miles each way, and it's thirteen dollars. Yeah, I bet we've Too got much. eight or nine minutes still left in the show, and this is at the point of the program where like there are a lot of locations for this one episode. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we'll watch these one off sitcoms and there'll be like three sets maybe. They've been all over the place. Yeah. This might have been a pricey pilot for the time. Ooh, pricey pilot I like that. Um then she tries to borrow eleven dollars from Red and he's not gonna because yeah, she doesn't have anything for collateral or something. Yeah. And then uh and then and I, then I make this note. Ginger is female Dennis the Menace. Gosh, I have Dennis the Menace. You guys all have that high five. That shit. I wrote. I wrote right here. Female Dennis the Menace. She totally is. I didn't write female, but I did write Dennis the Menace. Because my confirmation. Because uh, gender is is fluid. Is that why you didn't write? She's female. Exactly why. That's exactly. You don't know how she identifies. Um. Yeah. Well, I have an idea. Anyway, she goes to this mechanics place and talks to Mister Hoffman about something. I don't know. And then. You know how I knew the guy was on the phone? His name was Mr. Hoffman because they said it like 50 fucking times. Yeah, and uh, this is also when he lashes out, a woman's place is not in the garage. They're really driving it home. That that part was very sexist, too. Very sexist, show. Then they start working on the vehicle, and then she gets kicked out of there. Uh, Back at the house, she, like, feels defeated. Like, she had all these different uh, plans, all these different ideas, and all of them failed. She failed her sister, and this is Ginger at her absolute lowest. Yeah, writing in her diary. She's very upset. Uh, This is the only time she's ever been quiet in this whole pilot. Yeah. And then her dad walks in. Mm -hmm. I I wrote down her diary entry, if you guys would like to hear it again. I would love it. Dear diary, today was the day of my great failure. I believed I could do anything or make anything happen. It's hard to face being wrong, but then I guess life is hard. Hmm. True, that was beautiful. True words Isn't are never spoken. It was very Tim, that, sad. Was, that was beautiful, Tim. It cuts right to the core. There's guess what? Time's up. Oh, okay. Oh, Time's man. up. So I guess if you want to know, that, we're not that far. It just just the main part of the show. <laughs> the finish that? line is the only thing we didn't get to. You want to say but it? Hey, you want to say not, it real quick? No, that's the rule. That's Good. the rule. Yeah, I don't want to say it either. Let's go to turbulence. Please remain seated as we are now crossing a zone of turbulence. Got in trouble from that phone call. <laughs> you did? Why? What, what did she say? Uh, she said that I that it was mean of me to say something about how many steps she's taken today, and then it was she said it was me digging trying to uh, make her feel bad for getting a Christmas present and me telling her I didn't want one. I don't fucking know. That wasn't my intent. No, it's not your. It's, I'm no, sorry. Don't worry. It's not you. Oh. She I have was, a crazy ass wife. Listen to the show. Oh no! It's going to. It's not going to be me that she continues not to sleep with. It's right. going to be you. Yeah, exactly. I'm just trying to keep consistency. Why didn't this work? You know? Uh, oh, I know. Oh, let's go to you. Tim, then. you're the guest. Ginger. She is intolerable. She's terrible. She's a terrible character. 
Is she? Okay. She's insufferable. She's annoying. She's over the top and crazy. And yeah, she's not pleasant at all to watch. Is it? Is it the character what of Ginger? What do you mean by pleasant to watch? Just like oh, I that's wouldn't. A good Thank you for catching that. <laughs> yeah. Tim, explain yourself in your, in your own head. You know, in terms of a 14-year-old girl, mm-hmm. I don't want to stare at her all day. Uh-huh. No, she's just like, in terms of like a relatable, nice character, she's terrible. Okay, so it's not necessarily the actress. It's not her no. portrayal of Ginger. It's Ginger the character. It's the character, yeah. Okay. I, I'd say that... I, I'd say she can dial it down. Like, she's about an eight right now. Where do you want to see her? At about a five. Zero. Yeah. Oh, what is about zero? a five. Completely no, muted. No, because then, then there's no <laughs> point... There's no, the there's no point to the character, but just right. dial it down about three notches to, to you know... Okay, what if this survived? Uh, well, what are we going to see? Just her fixing problems every week? Well, I think it's her just... Getting like Dennis the Menace, like bugging yeah. her dad and her her family. Right. But Dennis the Menace was seven or eight. That's why that character worked. I was gonna say she's almost like too old, right? Yeah, she it, is. Two, two years go by, and you're gonna have this this loud mouth seventeen, eighteen year old. Yeah. How long is this show gonna last? Well, yeah. Her mannerisms were already too too you know immature for her age. Yeah, yeah. like the weird conversation. I think she was kind of. I stuff. think she was kind of tomboyish, though. I think she was she was kind of tomboyish because she was yeah sharpening her cleats. Yeah, she was definitely a tomboy. But that's for sure. um, I think another thing is is the title of the show is bad. Like timeout for Ginger. Like she never goes in timeout. She never gets threatened <laughs> to go into timeout. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're right. I don't. I, like, it's not a good name. Yeah, you know, like this is Ginger or. Oh shit! Here comes Ginger. Pull your pants on. <laughs> Whoa! I don't know. Wes. I might be the only one who leaves this podcast unscathed. Um, Am I scathed? You, you've been scathed. Oh, son of a bitch! You're so scathy. <laughs> there was a time, you know. They said there was a it was a play. It was a popular play from like the late fifties, early sixties. So maybe they felt like they had to keep the name for that kind of recognition, right? Sure. But maybe the play was named Shitty from Begin to Begin. I don't know. What was Could the be. play about? I, I think probably exactly that. Trying to find a car? <laughs> I guess. I did, she, car. did she get a timeout in the play? That's the important thing. I bet her daddy gave her a couple timeouts. Oh, my God. We got to get off this here. Good Lord, man. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to FCF Airport. Local time is 1111, and the temperature is 69 degrees. Just know I didn't oh. pick this. These are backwards. That's the wrong one. Are you scathed now? You fucked it up. Are you scathed? I, I, now I am. I'm thoroughly been scathed. Yeah, these are these are backwards. That's all right. We're all scathed. Maybe that's what's been fucking me up lately. I feel like I've been fucking up. Um, IMDb. Do you, do you know what that? It's it's a it's a website. You know what it stands for? Yeah. Uh, immature male daddy behavior. As it relates to this show, yes. Um. Out of ten, what would you rate? What do you think people rated from around the world? Are decimal places the, the tenth decimal point places in, in play? Okay, Tim, I'll let you go first. What do you think IMDb said? Uh, four point one. Blake, four point one is close. Three point six. Okay, so he cheated, and um, you know what? Whatever Molly does to you later, or, or probably doesn't do to you, is you will have earned it. So congratulations. Was that it? Was it three point six? It is three point six. Why do what, what do you look for? Just to fuck with me here? There's like literally no reason for you to look into it. No, I wanted to find out what that uh, the Wicked Witch of the West lady's name oh, okay. was. It was Margaret Thatcher. I don't think that's right either. <laughs> oh mercy. Critic reviews. Uh sitcoms online says and this is written by Carl Reiner. This is oh, from two thousand two. Yeah. Really? This is the part of the show where we say, you know what, we're not the only idiots who saw this thing. Other people have seen it, and people have commented on it. People like Carl Reiner. It says, uh, gangway, gangway, Patty Duke's Billy. Oh, wait, not, not yet. The Ginger franchise is is still on its second adaptation, which is, was uh, the second adaptation. Jack Benny was on the first one. Yep. Uh, of the material for TV. Playwright Ron Alexander created a quite a successful stage play of this. A, a teenage Bobby Soxer? I don't mm-hmm. know what that means. That sounds racist. Yeah, that's the socks that she wore. They would... You've heard that term before, Bobby Soxer? Bobby Socks, yeah. Okay, I have never heard that. Like you're you're joking, right? I know, I don't know what that is. So it's the socks that, you know, they're they're kind of light cloth and they go up and then they kind of go back over, like they're kind of short and then they kind of go over and they have ruffles around them. Ooh. Like you're like you're like they would girls would wear them to church and stuff. Oh, uh, maybe I don't know. Any relation to I, a Bobby Pin? 
Oh, yeah, good good question. Baba Booey. <laughs> is there a whole line of Bobby products we don't know about? Bobby Brady? Anyway, he's, uh, Carl Reiner says it's very funny. Uh, viewer Carl reviews. Carl Reiner's full of shit. He is full of shit. He says, uh, four out of ten stars. Someone looked right into the future of American lingo regarding child rearing because of time, because time out is right. Um, it's easy to see why this was never picked up as a sitcom because it's a pilot episode. It has a premise that ha- uh, would have had critics... Uh, Eve Ardson's line in Mildred Pierce about knowing why alligators eat their... I'm not going to read the rest of this. fucking fuck? bullshit. Fuck that guy. Those man. are Bobby socks. Oh, well, now I know. Let's see. It's, for some reason, it's... Okay, there it is back. Those are Bobby... But what's a Bobby Soxer? It's a person who wears Bobby socks. Uh, one out of ten, I can see exactly why the networks didn't pick this god-awful series up. Time Out for Ginger was a failed television pilot, eventually shown in 19... 19- um, 62, but never placed in a production as a series. Apparently, it's based on a 1950s play, and there's a previous attempt to create a show starring Jack Benny, of all people. This 1962 airing is for the second pilot starring Candy Moore as Ginger. Most folks never heard of Candy Moore, and I can only assume that she was a no-talent, as her acting skills seem minimal at best in this pilot. She literally screams most of her lines and is a constant uh, baseball bat to your skull. She is that bad in the show. Um, now it's possible the director urged her for such a performance. All I know is that I had a hard time even finishing this family sitcom. Lousy writing, an unlikable star, and a constant laugh track. Three siblings, or three things rather, that are a recipe for disaster. Overall, I found nothing to enjoy about this show, though the 1955 version is excellent. One out of ten. Oh, oh my wow. goodness. There's some more. I'm not going to read them, though. I mean, she said what I thought, but that sounds brutal when you lay it all out like that, right? Baseball bat to the skull. That is take, really taking her to task. And now that's an old lady. This candy more. She's this old little old lady. She's still alive. Yeah. She's losing a shoe, I think. Does she? Crying herself to sleep at night. Does she wear bobby you? socks? Oh, boy. At the end. This is the end, right? Thank God. <laughs> Many people are happy about <laughs> Thank that. Thank God almighty. Um, one out of seven is the scale. Taken from the television program, affectionately and accurately known as Wings, from the 1990s, we look at all the characters, we assign them a number, one being the worst, his name is Roy Biggins, and number seven is the best, his name is Brian Hackett. Tim, I turn to you, how do you rate Time Out for Ginger? So who's number two, Faye? Faye Cochran. Faye, yeah. yeah, I'm going to give her a Faye. Mm-hmm. Last time I was here, I gave her Roy. This was better, I think. Okay, really this is better. It's a tough customer. What did you watch last time? Boise Brothers. Oh yeah, oh that's that was, right. That yeah, that's that's the one that you picked. That I did. Suck. Unfortunately, that was awful. Sorry, fellas. Our that's most right. downloaded show ever. Hands <laughs> <laughs> day. far and away. Just wait. You got two more coming up. Oh boy, it's not uh, two more. Um, like cancer, two more. You get it, Blake? Yeah, I got it. Just think it was funny. I know. I know. Um, <laughs> I, did, I didn't get it till you till you spelled it out. <laughs> Still not funny. Um, Still not. Blake. How do you rate Time Out for Ginger? Uh, I've rated a lot of pilots in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, How many? 168? 160? No, 170. Sure. 170. Um, I liked Ginger. I knew she was a little overbearing, <clears throat> but I knew what they were trying to get her to do. Not many peop- Not many kids were good actors in the 60s. Let's Let's be... Let's, let's not lie to ourselves. Let's not lie to ourselves. You can lie to me, mm-hmm. but don't lie to yourself. Thank you. Um, I gave it a four. Wow. I mean, I'm not into pedophilia. Since uh, when? <laughs> I've never been into that. <laughs> super gross. But, like, you know, I, I, it was it was cute. But, yeah, it was over the top. But it was very Dennis. Dennis the Menace's voice was irritating. Yeah. Very irritating. Oh, know? Mr. Wilson. Just like that. So I give it a four. I, I didn't mind it. I, I enjoyed this one. Really? Four? I think you're exactly right. I, I agree. It is a four. Man, you guys have watched some bullshit. This is a four? <laughs> We've watched some bad stuff. We've watched no some shit. bad stuff. Um, for, for the times, I, 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 I do we like went, We went back there. In our minds. Tim didn't. Yeah. That's the problem. That's right. Maybe That's so, right. yeah. That's right. I like the character of Ginger. She she's a little obnoxious, but she's supposed to be. I agree with you, Tim. She's a little old to be that Dennis the Menace type character. But if you had maybe a younger kid, this could totally work. Why not? Are, are little girls watching Dennis the Menace? Maybe. But if you had a girl Dennis the Menace, then you're gonna have all the girls watch that. Right. Throw that back to back on like a, an afternoon worth of programming. Maybe it's all prime time. Then I don't fucking know. All right, I did. I wasn't back then. Not many people had TVs back then, so I don't really know. Or more than one car. That's true. You Even if you were an astrophysicist. Tim gives it a two. Blake, you give it a four. I give it a four. And with that, we close the book 
on timeout for Ginger. And my God, we will never speak of that show again. Can I have some? It, can I have some final thoughts though about this show? Absolutely. I thought it was bullshit how she had to come to terms with the fact that she didn't succeed at a task. Okay. And then later succeed at the task. So, so you when feel like everybody came and like, oh, it turns out she got a fucking thousand cars for everybody to drive. <laughs> right. Like, so, well, so you feel like there was no lesson it's like, learned? Where's or? the lesson, right? After all these sitcoms, it's all about teaching the lesson. The dad came in, sat down on the bed, taught the lesson. That's the end of the show. It's okay to fail. Yeah. The only failures are if you don't try. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, it turns out I succeeded tenfold. <laughs> right. <laughs> no lessons. It's bullshit. Yeah. It's bullshit. It sounds like a conspiracy theory to me, Philip. I'm, I'm not getting involved. He seemed very, very... I'm passionate about this passionate. one. I am. Join us next time, won't you please, when we watch the pilot episode of Sherlock Holmes, The Man Who Disappeared. Here's a little something to wet your whistle. An adaptation of the story by Sir Arthur Conan Doyle about a very wealthy businessman with a strange secret. You can find the entire episode of Sherlock Holmes, The Man Who Disappeared, by subscribing to Couch Pilots and SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or your favorite podcast, Apple Choice, and then simply click on one of our classically blue links in our show notes. All he has to do is put a fucking period in that Excel spreadsheet. It's such a long yeah. sentence. And he wouldn't do this every time. Every <sighs> time. I said, send me the file. What the fuck are you I'll, talking about? Excuse me. I'm talking to my friend right now. I say, send me the Excel file. I'll put the period in it, but you have to promise me to save as when you get it back. Otherwise, he's not going to ever open that document. He won't do it. He'd rather go. He he thinks it's funny. Is this a lover's quarrel that I should not insert myself in? I'm not going to take sides. You're not inserting yourself in. I think Blake would like it if you inserted yourself into him. I'll I'll watch. Would be the first time he made Somebody's me watch. Somebody's got to hold the camera. There's the last no... time I did it, it was all shaky. You know? And after I watched it back, all I got was the top of my head and the bottom of her feet. Ugh, can I leave yet? Or go to YouTube. You know what to do, Tim. Uh, yeah, you can get out of here, probably. <laughs> um, plug anything? Is there a parachute somewhere in it? <clears throat> no, no. It's your plane, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, contact us. Couchpilotspodcast oh. at gmail.com. Go to the website, right? But yeah, podcast, podcast, pilot. Couchpilotspodcast.com. Spit it out. <laughs> we have a Patreon page. Take that paper out of your mouth when you plug. There's no more paper, but I'm getting a lot of peas, and it really pissing me off. Do you, when you shit the paper, does it come out recycled? <laughs> if you're on a steady diet of, of paper only, does it come well, out? I don't eat enough to where you can see it in my bowels. It's not like corn where you can like see. Oh, little... I mean, let me tell you, I had some corn the other night. And by the way, on the way to your house tonight, I had a Long John Silver's because my wife won't ever go there with me. Tomorrow, best fast food restaurant, Long John Silver's. I will be in so much misery tomorrow. What is the best thing? Like, what's the best thing to eat at Long John's? Three piece chicken. Oh, fish with, fillets. I don't like fish, fish fillets. You don't like fish, and you go to I, Long John Silver's? Are you? Because I like the chicken. What about the little crispy things? The little. Yeah, they, they don't fried. give you as many as they used to. They used to give you a whole shit ton. Now they're like, oh, they're worth gold. We can only give you twenty. <laughs> what you like the hush puppies? No, I never eat those. No. I throw them away. Hush puppies. I mean, I'll do a hush puppy, but the the fish. That's where it's at with Long John Silver's. I like the fish. I like I like it all, man. It's great. You know what I don't like is their bullshit, uh, like, lobster bites. Uh, I've never tried those. And I hate coleslaw. Not a coleslaw Yeah, I don't guy. hate... I get double fries. Oh, you guys are crazy. Double they fries? They got sweet potato fries now. It's good shit. Hey, I, I saw today they have a, a new grilled salmon sandwich. Oh, no. And I was just like, ugh, why would you even... It's too make, highfalutin. Why would you make that in, in a restaurant anyway? It'll never work. It's like... Ugh, Krabby Patties. Ugh. Um, Facebook, Twitter, blah, blah, blah. Call us at 910-PILOTS-1-910-745-6871. Leave us a message, and we're going to play on the show, and you'll get a frequent flyer pointer, too, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you want to talk about Patreon? Are you playing Asteroids over there? <laughs> yeah. Turn that yeah. shit off, man. I, I love the Asteroid game. I'm playing it on my phone all the time. <laughs> no, it's Patreons out there. Go... To patreon.com slash couchpilots. Uh, we've got some tiers. Of, we've tricked a couple people into doing it. Yeah. And I think they just don't know how to undo it. I think that's why we're still getting money. <laughs> well, we, we took away that button on the page that says undo it. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, Tim, thank you so much for being here on your own plane. Do you um, do you want to plug uh, any of your current or future projects? Uh, future project with Captain Philip Restisher, of course, because I said so, a podcast okay. about being a parent. Hot stuff. <laughs> Actually, Dad, specifically, I'm not good at being a mom. <laughs> When, so, when is that going to happen? Soonish. Soonish. We're ready. Soonish. Okay. I'm ready. All right. We're a few weeks ahead on this, so I, I imagine in a few weeks it'll be ready. Sure. Uh, I'll in tune, the new year. I'll <laughs> tune come in. out in the new year. Probably in the new year. I'll, I will tune in for sure. Um, By 2020. And Challenge will be back? Hey, man. You don't need to listen to that one, though. Okay. Come on. Come on. All right. That's, a, that's your progress, I suppose. You're kidding. But for all you Challenge listeners, please keep listening to Couch Pilots. <laughs> 
Oh, for sure. Yeah. What's it gonna What's it gonna kill you to listen to us every week for an hour? Uh, do you have a message of positivity? Um, yeah. I mean, if you have children and they're really loud and they poke you and prod you, uh, nowadays you just give them a phone or an electronic tablet or something. And they'll never have to see them again. They'll never have to see them again. <laughs> I bought my children for uh, Christmas. I, I spent I spent 2018 trying to get my children away from electronics. Right, mm-hmm. uh, and so for Christmas I bought him a PlayStation Four. <laughs> so, but I can't wait to play that WWE Two K. Oh, some good stuff. Yeah, you've been rocking that PS Two forever, right? Oh yeah, I skip love that, that three. Who needs it? But now there's supposedly this 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 four is really nice. I never had one. It looks cool. Oh, you can come over and play wrestling with me. I'll play wrestling with you, buddy. Uh, uh, you, you know, know they always sell one joystick. That's so that's, stupid. That's some bullshit. Yeah, it comes with one. It yeah, comes with yeah. The Atari had two. The Coleco had two. I'm not a gamer, but I got one of those little Nintendo systems, you know? Yeah. Oh, we saw you yeah, had that, yeah. Yeah, it came with two, but the cords are like 18 inches long. Because like, <laughs> they want you to buy Yeah, you got to buy the wireless ones. ones. Yeah. yeah, they're only like 30 bucks. Ugh, well, this pilot may have been rough, folks, but it's always a smooth flight here on Couch Pilots. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you next time. Merry Christmas. On behalf of Couch Pilots and the entire crew, we'd like to thank you for joining us on this trip, and we are looking forward to seeing you on board again in the near future. Have a nice day. Don't do that. Can't do it when it's recording. You're right. Will you stop? podcast.